Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bacon Wire. Go green, go white. Had another, I wouldn't call it amazing win against Rutgers. It, I'd say, is a lot harder than it need to be, but um, we'll get into that and a couple more things. Um, Spartan Dog, how was your weekend? So, Lucas, I actually wanted to open with this. Um, okay. You know, uh, can we just acknowledge how fucking how fucking insane our fan base is for a minute? <laughs> Uh, we, uh, we had 600 yards of offense held Rutgers to a single touchdown and we were ready to murder everybody from Mel Tucker down to the kicker's girlfriend on Saturday. I may or may not have been part of the last uh, committee, um, not murder, but slander. It's my favorite thing about uh, it's my favorite thing about when MSU has a good team is like oh. every little thing pisses everybody off. Oh, buddy, we we go nuts. Like I think <clears throat> we we get to see. I think we just see the potential this team can have, and we're frustrated with some of the coaching decisions and the stuff that we'll get into later. But like, yeah, you know, it, it got a little egregious, and I will admit, I was a little upset at the field goals and I'm going to talk about it when we get to our compliment sandwich, but yeah, this, this fan base, you know what? It's passion. You cannot fake. Absolutely not. You we can absolutely. Are, people yeah. say Michigan fans are rabid and passionate and they are as much as I fucking hate some of them. They are passionate people and we are, I think we're right up there with them. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a, an unfakeable passion. Um, Oh, we did get a new devotee video. Did you see it? I did. Um, um, that dude talks. I, uh, I, I actually have a couple critiques. <laughs> um, one, Michael, if you're listening. Yes. Uh, whatever, what, whichever article of clothing you were wearing that had the tag on it, uh, whether it be the pajama pants or uh, the shirt. I mean, I know shirts can get you know, in the $20, $30 range. It, but, you know, if it just rip it off, they're not going to take it back after you got your under boob sweat on it. Like, no shit. What a fucking weirdo. Uh, like, it's not like, you know, it's not like the, uh, you know, it's not like how some people will leave like the MLB seal on their hat to like certify it's a real MLB hat, even though right. no one gives a fuck. Like or it's like a t-shirt. Way that they wear the new era tag. You know, right or yeah it's a pair of pajama pants uh f- who gives a shit <laughs> um in two like i really felt like the energy was uh there was really some low energy honking going on um when he was honking the horn uh matt uh do you have any critiques for our friend michael laskowski aka wolverine devotee in his latest video Oh, honk, honk, go blue. Um, you know, keep that energy, man. We'll see you on the 30th. Okay. Well, I was just saying like, he needed to take the tag off whatever article of clothing it was attached to. And I oh, felt like, <laughs> and I felt like the honks were a little low energy. Like I, I wanted more out of the honks. I, I don't know. If he... I've never, I never thought he would sound like that. Um, but he did. Um, it's like our friend, uh, Dan, I'd never thought Dan would sound the way he sounds. Dan has a sultry voice. It is, oh. it is wild. Yeah. It's just... like the, uh, 
like I don't want to compare it to that because it's not exactly the same situation, but like know. the uh, the guy with the golden voice, you know, mm-hmm. oh, very similar though, same energy. Yeah, he was in I Cleveland, just, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Ted, his name was Ted something. Just very like you don't expect that voice to come out of that mouth. I enjoy yeah. it though. I enjoy Dan. Oh, uh, Dan's a king. Dan, I I know we're in audio format. I know you listen, but I'm giving you a thumbs up right now. We're all dual thumbs, thumbs up. up from everybody. Dual thumbs up from everybody. Um, uh, yeah, I just need to say if Dan does listen, I think he does. But um, I your voice did not disappoint. I was always curious to hear what you sounded like. Not that sounds really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted like, to. Dan, no, let no, us hear you sleep. No. Dan, can I hear you breathe at night? No, uh, no I uh, it made me appreciate you more. And he could do voiceover work. He really could like that could yeah. be a side gig for him. I mean, I'm not exactly sure what Dan does for a job. I don't think I, I don't think he's ever gotten into that. I, you it's know, in the I medical field, but that that's okay. all we'll, that's all we'll say. Yeah. But he, his voice is being wasted on, yeah. um, on doing <laughs> phone calls. He should, you know, he should be doing video game voiceovers. Yes. Um, I'm sure he could make, make some cash doing cameos. You get him on dollar cameos. You probably get. Yeah, he yeah. could do trailer. He could do trailer voices. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dan, so, let us. Dan, let us be your agents. Uh, we don't. We only want fifty percent <laughs> of your earnings, um, and that's a deal compared to what other uh, what other agents are going to give you. Yeah. Yeah. Bacon Wire uh, Talent Group LLC. Yeah. BWTG. Yep. As the kids say, tap in. Um, so let's get right into it. Michigan State. Beats Rutgers, I mean, by the scoreboard, soundly. By the cover, yes, we covered pretty easily. Covered, I think, a five-and-a-half, four-and-a-half point spread. Uh, Lucas, good teams win. Great teams cover. 31-13. to It it was a little dicey for for a bit. I'd say the first half was uh, um, not not great. It was um, a little um, uh, hair-pulling inducing. Um, I wanted to... uh, punch someone in the face for that final um, sequence. I'm doing the Chris Farley on the, uh, on Saturday night live. You know, I, some people say I have a bad odor uh, type of shit, but yeah, we'll start with the, we'll do the compliment sandwich. Um, Matt, I don't know if you know how this works. We're just going to like, you know, compliment negative compliment negative, you know, maybe do like a big Mac or something today. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Matt SD, we should let Matt start. Absolutely. Matt, wow. the floor is yours. Ahead, buddy. That's been, I, I was actually thinking about it and it's been a while since I've been on. Yeah. Um, and I think last time we were, did we play one game or I don't think we played. I think I it was think preseason. We played. It was preseason. I think the oh, last yeah. time you were on. How about that? How about those Spartans? Huh? I think That's the last sad. time the last time you were on, we discussed your spite parlay, which had already which has already cashed. Already cashed. Um, <laughs> I have lost half of it already because <laughs> uh, I thought uh, the Ravens were going to dominate the Colts. They did not. So I am not a Blair Montgomery, but I am just a just normal Maddie May. And um, my thoughts on Rutgers, I will provide the caveat. I was very drunk um, while watching the game, but I have since rewatched it on football and 60 on BTN. And um, I was 
the highlight it's it's once again, and I've I've been noticing this with MSU is that they have these games that they are so frustrating to watch, but then the highlight reel is insane. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's like you go to watch like it's like they the games were were choreographed by by Andy RCMB or whatever. Is that, <laughs> uh, they are so like you watch a game and you're pissed and you're yelling at the TV and all this shit. And then they throw a, a bomb, something sick happens or, or K-Dub friggin' just dices three defenders for no reason. Yeah. And then that's what makes it on the reel. So then you watch the highlights. You're like, Oh my God, we, we demolished them. And instead it's, it's, I think they're um, you watch those games and you go, okay, they try a lot. And then they, they rip a bomb. And um, so I guess my compliment sandwich is that the explosive plays are awesome. And if you can do them, do them. And it's, and I think the, the uh, angles that we're able to attack them or attack any defense, make it really frustrating for them to defend because Ken Walker is up front, but then you also have the wide receivers, um, you know, Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor, Trey Mosley, that they're, they're able to get ahead of a lazy defender if, they get burned randomly and Peyton Thorne, my biggest thing actually, so I don't know if I'll have a compliment sandwich, but I might rant for a second on Peyton Thorne is that Peyton Thorne. I was concerned about the upcoming Michigan game because I wasn't sure Peyton Thorne would be able to throw the level of bombs with accuracy that Rocky did in the game before. And now after that game um, and after actually kind of a couple of the games, I've been, much more confident that he he is he can throw those crazy passes Rocky did um, a year ago. So now I'm now I'm I'm high up on on PT and um, and yeah. So I guess my 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 negative is the we're we're gonna we're gonna take turns. Oh okay okay yeah, sorry, so, sorry we do this I we do this roundtable style. I was waiting to get cut off anyway. Yeah, so. Um, so- no, go ahead, but, go ahead. I guess the explosive plays are, are probably my my favorite thing. So okay. you know, um, I have I have been critical of of this side of the ball all season, um, and you know, I I was critical of them on Saturday, but ultimately, uh, my first compliment goes to the defense. Um, you know, again, the the bend don't break style uh, is is frustrating at times, to say the least. Uh, you know, I'm the first one to admit that. Um, I believe I tweeted from the Bacon Wire account during the game. Uh, ben don't Ben don't break. Sure looks broken. Tbh. Uh, so, uh, you know, that was kind of a in, in the moment heated tweet. Uh, but ultimately, I think the defense um, it is is improving. I think they're getting better at bending and not breaking. Um, and I do think they. I do think Scotty Hazelton is kind of figuring out um, how to better utilize um, how to better utilize pressure and um, kind of make sure nothing gets behind the secondary. So, you know, they're going to give up chunk plays just like any defense in college football is. And, you know, they're going to get, and, you know, they're going to give up some, they're going to give up some plays that'll be, that'll frustrate you. But ultimately I think this defense is showing, um, a lot of improvement from uh, from north from the northwestern game, where they're not quite getting torch, where they're not quite getting torn open from top from over the top. Yeah, my 
Man, I kind of want to combine both of yours, but I'm just going to go a different route. My compliment sandwich is Cal Halliday. That's that's my topping. That's my the top of the bun. Um, I think we had to realize how important he was. The people who don't pay as much attention but still watch MSU, I think, need to realize how important that, that kid is to this team because the linebacker's depth took a hit when I think Chase Klein tra- – yeah, he, he's in the transfer portal. He's not with team anymore. Um, you know, we had to rely on Noah Harvey and um, – Ben Van Summeren, who haven't seen as much action for obvious reasons, but I thought they did okay. But it, that I think that was the most Ben, but don't break on Saturday was the linebackers because Rutgers took advantage of it at the beginning. Like v- Vedral was running up the middle, like he was gaining a lot of yards. Yeah. And it made me nervous. Like, oh, fuck, this dude is going to just have like a 230 yard rushing game out of nowhere throw for like 98 yards and like a 21 to 18 win or some bullshit. But, you know, they settled down and then, you know, as the half went on, it got better. But once Cal Halliday came back, it was curtains for Rutgers. Like I felt so confident after that, after the half ended, like, okay, Halliday's back. Let's see what he can do. Let's let him like, uh, let him cook. Um, he I mean, I just I can't compliment him enough on how how important how pivotal he is to this team, and people will realize it the more the season goes on. Yeah, no, absolutely, I agree with you. I think um, the defense in the second half definitely took a, a massive step up mm-hmm. when when Cal re-entered the game. It's pretty clear that he's that he's the captain of the defense. He's the guy that a lot of the younger guys on defense kind of look towards, um, you know, he's the play caller. He calls out, he calls out kind of like where guys should go. He's correcting guys, you know, if they're aligned wrong um, and, and, you know, losing that for a half on, 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 on an egregious targeting penalty um, was a big blow. And I think, and I think Rutgers being held did Rutgers didn't even score in the second half. Right. No. Like they didn't. Right. I think, I don't think it's a coincidence that Cal Halliday came back into the game in the second half and Rutgers did not score. Yeah. So hey. I definitely a big, a big shout out to a big shout out to Cal Halliday. Who's obviously a big, big difference maker on that defense. All right, Matt, what you got next? You got a, you want to do, we'll do a negative. Okay. Um, I, I am worried about special teams, but it hasn't caused me to worry. So I, it, I am, I am every time they kick, I just get freaked out and I've yet to, I miss, I hate to say it. I miss Michael Geiger. Cause you could just put Geiger out there and sometimes, and he would just boot it. And I feel like these days it's starting to get a little iffy. I don't know. I just feel like Coughlin's been a little off. Um, Maybe it was his sleep schedule, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I just, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm a little, uh, it's not a, it's not, it's not caused any big issue, but I just watched a game where, um, you know, you watch like Nebraska and you get a game that's down to three. Um, they probably could have won their game or played a lot more. They could have beaten Michigan Should've if won. they, actually had kicked a field goal or things like that if there's if your special teams is humming you're at least getting points on the board and 
I think when we can't get those explosive plays and we need to rely on special teams, it's, it kind of, it, it's just a thing now. It's just a pair. Maybe I'm paranoid and maybe we don't need it, but that's, that's where I'm at right now. with it. No, I think your concerns are legit. Um, I'll let SD go first and then I'll talk about my negative, which I think, I mean, it, it, I think you know what it is. Yeah. I think, I, I think you and I might be aligned Lucas. Yeah. I think we're all um, aligned on it. I, Jay Johnson, man. Um, I, I tweeted this from the Bacon Wire account. Uh, it feels like Jay, every time uh, the opposing team goes up to punt and the ball goes in the air, Jay Johnson flips a coin and he goes, okay, am I going to call a good offensive series or a bad offensive series? And wherever the coin lands, that's what he does. Because I swear to fucking God, especially in the second half, it it was like it was like Jekyll and Hyde. It was like two different offensive coordinators. And I just don't understand that level of inconsistency, right? Like he'll do things like a flea flicker or, you know, he'll do some intricate blocking scheme where he can get Kenneth Walker enough room to bust open the longest play in school history. And then he'll just run. And then there'll be series where he just runs Harold Joyner off guard for three downs and then punts. Right. So I just, I don't know. I like, you know, Jay, and then he, he did the one thing you can never do as a Michigan state offensive coordinator in the post Mark D'Antonio era. He called a fucking short side jet sweep. Yep. That, uh, that, that made me feel, look like the dog. That you it, might as well have sent, you might as well have sent those John Gruden emails to me at least. I was just as offended as at the short side jet sweep as I was reading John Gruden's emails. I, I, when I saw that short side jet sweep, I felt like that gif of the dog who like has the dead eyes and just staring in the camera and they like do like the, the Vietnam or, you know, the war scene behind him. Yeah. Where he's like smelling and his eyes just go like this. That's what I, yeah, I, I got post-traumatic stress syndrome. Sometimes Jay Johnson can be really fun. Yeah. And sometimes Jay Johnson decides to be a football hating pussy. It <laughs> Jesus. That's uh, I'm glad you didn't say something else. Um but uh yeah, my man, should I make that my negative? No. My first negative is Matt Coughlin and I'm not trying to dog on Matt him. Coughlin. No Coughlin. offense to our friend Davis Coughlin. Yeah, sorry Davis. Um if you're listening, I apologize. Matt Coughlin um you know, he set the MSU all-time field goals made record, but I think he's been here like six years. Also during some bad MSU years where we've had to kick field goals. Yeah, we're like, they were just like, we need points in any shape or form, so take it. Red box. And, I mean, congratulations. That's awesome. But, I Get mean. Get some sleep. He's, huh? Get some sleep. Get some sleep and show a certain someone how to Google how to unlock a door. Um that's what your fucking cell phone is for, person in question. Use it. Just go, hey, Siri, and there it is. I'm looking at my phone to go off. Um, I, I like Coglin. You know, he's given us some really good moments. Well, I mean, the, the biggest one, I think, is the Penn State win. Yeah, it was a chip. Or, uh, or, the, or the first NIL ad in Michigan State football history. Oh, yeah. When oh, he yeah. promoted uh, Locked On Spartans. Yeah, when he promoted Locked On, yeah, for Will and Matt. Um, 
you know, and, and he, and he, he, he won the Nebraska game, you know, Ken, Ken, Kenneth Walker was upset that he didn't punch it in in overtime and Coughlin to his credit said, I got this coach. And yeah, it's a little chip shot, basically an extra point, but that's still pressure to win in overtime. And, um, but my, look, I know that, you know, no matter what professional level or what level of football you play, you know, a coach is going to try to ice you. But how could you not see that coming that Shiano was going to try to ice you no matter what? And why are you, why are you kind of looking over when he's doing that? Remember he did this before Yeah, they, they saw, they caught that on the camera. Like he was about to call the third time out just to fuck with Coglin. And then he, the kick just, you know, a turd, just a fart in the wind. It's gone. And that bothers me. And Shiano, that's a brilliant move. That's gamesmanship. I get it. You're still cocksucker for doing it, but he's a cocksucker for doing it, but you're still in the game at that point. So I get why you did it. If it were 28, nothing, I don't think Shiano bothers. I think he just rips the headset off and walks into walks into halftime. But I mean, look, Brett Swenson was, you know, he got iced so many times because he was such a clutch kicker, you know, against Wisconsin, Bielema was icing him. And that dude just sat there, stared at the, goalposts and drilled like I think a 58 yarder or something to win against them one year but I he's like a six-year senior I believe right yeah yeah and he still makes mistakes that like freshman kickers make I mean he missed that chip shot in yep. at the Miami game yeah at the he, time it was like oh shit like that could actually be a thing a six-year senior should be automatic from 40 and shorter or pretty goddamn close. Like, I'm not, you know, you're not a professional, so I'm not going to expect you to make 45 to 50 yarders. Like, he made a 50-yarder in the Michigan game, if I remember correctly. Like, and that one, I'm like, this fucker isn't going in. <laughs> but it, yeah. it went in easily. So, he's just so Jekyll and Hyde, and that scares me when, because the second half of the season is coming very, very quickly. It's here. It's and, coming, and, and it's coming fast. It's coming fast, and – I, well, the competition is going to ramp up and I'm nervous about some of these games and I'll talk about it later. You know, we're going to pre, you know, we'll talk about a game. We're not trying to look ahead, but I think it's a big discussion at the moment. So we'll talk about it later, but um, that's my ne- only big negative. I'll let you guys do the Jay Johnson and the play calling stuff. Um, but figure we could all do one more positive than kind of talk about Indiana. Yeah. I'm down for that. Matty, if you got one. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it short. I, th- I think um, you're taking all of our positive, but go ahead. I know. I said all the positives. I, I can. I, I just, <laughs> no, you know, it's been so one. long. That's why. So um, <laughs> I, I, I'll give a shout out again, I think, to probably the, um, even though I wasn't, I, I, I'll give a shout out to the uh, conditioning, I think. Um, strength and conditioning. I think that the deep water thing is, that, that still, I think, is an advantage. And I think it's one of those that like a lot of folks probably don't think about, or especially like for me, I didn't, I didn't play football in a, like anything beyond middle school. Um, so I, uh, I, I don't, you know, I'm not really like paying attention to that kind of thing of like games or like how tired someone could get. And when you think about that, and if you're, you're just generally stronger in those late quarters are when people are just both exhausted, both teams are exhausted, even though they're, they're separated by plays. Um, I think that's an advantage. And, um, and that's something that's tough to adjust to in the season. So I think that gives has been giving MSU a leg up on a lot of things, but um, 
yeah. So I guess I, I, that's they once again did not look tight. As much. I like that. I like that positive. What what you got, SD? Uh, I would like to uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Speedy Naylor. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, he he was, you know, when when your quarterback gives you gives it to you right in the bucket, it, it's easy to make plays, but. You know, uh, especially on the, I think it was the flea flicker where he just like, he pulled out like the Madden stick work and just stopped dead in his tracks. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) That was sick. Snatch that poor, snatch that poor safety soul. Uh, You know, rest in peace to that man and his family. Condolences to his family. Flat out just stood still for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And just, Slowly went to the left, and it was it, at that moment. It was like, yeah, no one's catching him. Yes, see you later, alligator. Uh, that was <laughs> awesome. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Sweetie Naylor. You know, uh, you know, we don't have um, uh, Ricky White uh, for reasons. Yep, for um, reasons. Yeah, um, but we're gonna say look look into it. Don't or or don't if your name's Paula Levine. Uh, how about you just stay the fuck away, bitch? No, she can't. She she can't. Is there an issue that now MSU is too harsh in their in their suspension? Because that was kind of the angle it felt like she was taking. But yeah, let's sidetrack this for a second. Yeah, she doesn't. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't know. Paul is not going to be happy until until a program she decides to cover gets the death penalty. So um, yep. she didn't get it with Baylor. So now she's like picking on us. And then, you know, once like, I don't know. I don't she might know, try sex- to go after LSU or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure sexual assault is like legal in Texas. So I'm not sure what's going to happen at UT, but whatever. Anyways, back back to the pot. I mean, Michigan State has, when you have three legitimate receiving weapons and a quarterback who can hit it from deep and a running back who can, who can make moves and get open and is always pushing forward. Um, that makes, that makes it's, it makes everything super easy. You know, you want to double cover Jane Reed. Fine. We'll throw it to speedy Naylor. Mm-hmm. You want to double cover Naylor and Reed. Fine. We'll give it to Trey Mosley. Yep. You want to, you want to lay off and try to, prevent us from going over the top fine kenneth walker is going to get 20 yards you want to you want to send eight people to prevent kenneth walker from getting from getting 20 yards fine we'll dump it off to jane reed yeah it's it's an embarrassment of riches that i feel like we just kind of like we're not used to this like yeah i mean it's been it's been said time and again but like if you had told any michigan state fan after the Red Box Bowl, <laughs> that <laughs> that yeah. MSU is going to have one of the most explosive offenses in college football in two years. I, I, I'd shit out my dick. I'd be so happy hearing that. <laughs> if, if one of my friends had told me that, I would have staged them an intervention. Yeah, I would have been like, please go away. Yeah, I would have I been happy with him. Like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's a person I don't associate with if they're telling me that after the Red Box Bowl. I think uh, I actually almost um, 
got in big trouble at the Red Box Bowl. I wasn't at it, but I um, <laughs> I was at a bar in Austin, and I believe I was really mad at our offensive line. And you destroyed and a Red Box? I almost destroyed a Red Box. No, I, um, <laughs> I, I was starting to scream about, like, the team and about certain players on the team, and apparently Tyler Higby's brother was at the table next to me. <laughs> and he's big, and good. I was like – but I had just met, actually, that's when I met the Listen, uh, if, if, if family genetics or any marker, I think you would have been safe. <laughs> that's fair. He, I could have ran right past him. Yeah. <laughs> or I could have uh, gotten right past him. Yeah, you, know, you could have hit, hit him with the slowest swim move known to humankind. Yeah. <laughs> and he would have just... And I'll he, just stutter and, he would have, and he still would have been engaged in his run block. I, I was like two sentences away of like my rant of about of like about to call out Tyler Higby for sucking ass. And then um, I met crazy MSU lady. That's where I met her was at the bar and she introduced. Oh, okay. She, Mar- Mary Lou, Mary Lou came over and introduced herself. And then she was like, Oh, that's Tyler Higby's brother next, next to you. And I was like, Holy shit. <laughs> well, so, like, so oh, crazy wow. MSU lady. So like crazy you know, MSU lady through, saved your life. Is what yeah, she saying. did. Uh, but, but she was, he was like, yeah, man, I'm frustrated too, but Tyler's trying. I was like, yeah, he's my fave. Like, he's definitely my <laughs> the one I'm not mad at. <laughs> just the rest of these bums. He walks up to you like sea bass. And he's and doing Dumber. his goddamn best. He's the man. It's, everyone else is not trying. They're failing him. He walks up to you like sea bass and dumb and number. Who's the dead man that slandered my brother? And everyone just points at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I was... That was almost me. So shout out to the Higby family. We cool now. I don't mean those things, you know, and crazy MSU lady. Yeah. She still um, follows me on Twitter. I have no clue, no clue why. I don't get why she wants to. But. She's never followed me. So I think I, I can understand. I, I completely understand. On any um, of your various accounts, Lucas? Yeah. But, hey, you know, quality over quantity is what I say. Um Quality, quantity, quantity over um, quality guy. But quantity, yeah, I have at least four or five of them. Um, <laughs> my last compliment will be Kenneth Walker the third. Mm. I'm taking Duh. that one. Um, it it blows my mind how good this kid is. He has he has 900 and I think 12 yards on the season. I'm gonna look it up. He rushed yeah, for yeah, it's nine thirteen, ninety four. Shardy, um, he. Yeah, he's got 912 yards on 129 attempts, seven, seven point one yards per carry, and nine touchdowns. This dude is the best running back in America right now. There is, there are people that are close. I think there's one person that's close. There's another one in the state that's good, but I'm not even gonna fucking go there. You do not deserve it. Well, this, no, him, him, and the other running back are better. Are better collectively. Uh, because they collectively have to bail out their quarterback who yeah. is useless beyond who's useless throwing the ball 15 yards downfield. Or and further. they, and they barely have combined more yards than Walker. Like it's barely more, but anyway, this dude is a Heisman front runner. I don't think he's going to be the front runner unless, you know, unless he blows up in Indiana, which could happen, which I think should happen. And especially on October 30th, if he runs for, a buck 50 or more against Michigan in a win. He is Ooh. going to be front and center. Shit is going to go down. Yeah. 
And if I think they know it's going to be because of Kenneth Walker, not primarily, but a huge part of it. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just so incredible to have a running back that complements the firepower that Peyton Thorne has at his disposal. Like you said, Jane Reed's covered. Try Jalen Naylor. Jalen Reed, Jalen Naylor, Jalen Reed, Jalen Naylor's covered and Reed's covered. Find Trey Mosley. If not, dump it off to Kenneth Walker or let him run up the gut for 20, 30 yards. Like, and this Peyton dude, Thorne can run on his own too. Yeah. He's fast too. Peyton can run and he re- he reads really well to, to try to, he, Peyton Thorne makes great decisions for the most part. I think he's made fantastic decisions here. But Kenneth Walker is the story of the year for MSU. He's fucking amazing. And I mean, it's the way it's looking. We're only having him for this year. That that yeah. is that is plain and simple. Um, God forbid something happens to him, or just this team. Um, Kenneth Walker is not long for this world at MSU. Like he's he's playing his way into the Heisman race. He's playing his way up the draft boards. Um, I'm I'm super happy for this kid because he seemed like such a fucking awesome kid to be around. His teammates love him and. I mean, that DAP to Jalen Naylor oh, yeah. is just mm. – I want to get that printed and signed at Meet the Spartans next year. Have Spiro make a painting of it. <laughs> yeah, that's the painting Spiro should make. Yeah. Spiro's probably so pissed he spent all that money to get the get the, the painting made and then the, a cooler moment happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Um, so, yeah, that's our compliment sandwich for, for good old Butkers. Um now they're back in their place as our, our bitch. Um, we can move on. We can totally ignore last year. Um, hey, we only turned it over three times this week as opposed to, I think, seven last year. So progress. You know, we're, we're narrowing it down every year. Um, we had three turnovers. Yeah, it said we had three yeah. turnovers on the we game. We had an interception. There was a fumble. fumble. Oh, yeah. No. Maybe, or maybe the other one is a, tur- is a turnover on downs count as an actual turnover. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so okay. that was that the one that was the field goal, which was just fucking horrific. But anyway, um, so now we're on to Indiana this weekend at Bloomington. It's noon. I'm guessing Big Ten Network, right? Yeah, BTN. Yeah, good. There's, I don't think ESPN or ABC is going to pick this up. Um, oh, wait, FS1. Oh, FS1. Okay, okay FS1. Um, we're currently at, I mean, I've got a five-and-a-half point favorite, four-and-a-half point. Is that what you guys have or think? Um, that's what I see is that we're favored by like five and a half. Okay. ESPN has four and a half. The over under is 40 and a half. Am I the only one who thinks that that will be hammered and that yeah. could get hammered by almost entirely MSU? Absolutely. Am I the only one who's not too scared of this game? No, you're not. Uh, it, Indiana's had a pretty significant drop off from last year. Right. Um, they they don't look as sharp. Uh, they're playing sloppy. Um, and Michael, you Penix, know, I don't think he's going to play. No, Michael Penix is. I'm. I think Michael Penix is actually done for the year. Really, um, it's updated to the year. I that the last I I've I've seen some beat writers say they're not they're not they're not optimistic about him returning at all this season. Um, Tom Allen's a fraud. Oh, I fucking um, can't stand that douchebag. He rode the wave of a Mickey Mouse season. Um, and you know, he's got he's getting he's getting exposed. Um, you know. Uh everyone likes to call him college football's Ted Lasso. Uh 
without uh without understanding that like the most important part of Ted Lasso's character is that he never knows what the fuck he's doing and is just and just exists solely on a positive attitude and was hired to like destroy the organization. <laughs> I still have to watch it. It's like uh it's like when like 14 year olds go on Twitter and go, well, how could they say Squid Game is fair if uh, if not everyone has the same opportunities? Like the old guy doesn't have the same opportunities as like a healthy young person. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking point. <laughs> so- I actually have not been watching a lot of Indiana. So similar to Ted Lasso, I have also not really seen them. Um, I'm I'm looking at the numbers. I found an Indiana website that's talking about the the, the starter is probably going to be Jack Tuttle. Um, he came in he came in with Michael Penix Jr. tore his ACL last year. Um, this is going to be a game where you guys remember the 2019 Indiana game where Penix just like dinked and dunked his whole way down the field. Yeah, he like 21 straight passes. This could be that type of game where we see that frustration for a bit. Um, well, yeah, because Tom Allen, Tom Allen doesn't give a fuck. I mean, no, um, Jack Tuttle. I mean, he only throws deep fifteen percent of the time, twenty plus yards. So these are going to be short ass passes. Um, it's going to be dink and dunk, and I think eventually that can't sustain. You know, they're going to figure it out, and you're not going to be able to run very much on MSU. Let's just be honest here. Their leading rusher has 386 yards on the year and three touchdowns, whereas ours has 912 and should eclipse 1,000 this week unless 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 there's smoke in them and they just don't see a need to, to use him, which would be criminal. But, I mean, their leading receiver has – is Henderson. He has 274 yards, only one score, whereas Jaden Reed is our lead receiver with 500 yards. So – I mean, look, this game's a four and a half point swing in terms of MSU. Home team gets, you know, home team gets three points. So basically, we're favored by a touchdown. That's pretty beefy for a road spread. Um, I mean, the numbers, if you look at um, Sean, our, our boy, our, 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 well, my friend Sean, um, heartbroken Spartan dog. I'm um, not going to go yeah, my, into- uh, my My ex fiance, Tutter. Um, he, he sent a uh, chart, he tweeted a chart and I'm trying to find it real quick, man. I, I tweet a lot. Um, <laughs> understand. So then, oh, God damn it. All right, here we go. Here, found the right one. So the numbers, like it's from this guy named stats of war. Um, it's really interesting. If you look at the numbers that MSU has compared to Michigan, like we are projected to win like 32 to 22. Like it, this should be a pretty comfortable win. Like our, our offensive efficiency, duh, we all know it is significantly better than Indiana's. Like we're seventh, we're seventh in the country on getting a first down on first or second down at 77.5%. That's fucking insane. Um, I don't know what the fuck echo rate is. I think people just make shit up. Um, efficiency pass were 12th, our EPA margin, we're like top 20 in the country and our defense compared to Indiana is holy shit. We are leagues better than these guys. 
Um, the only thing they're close on is third and fourth down success. And yeah, that kind of scares me because Rutgers, I mean, what they convert that third and 18. They put, later, they got another third and 16 on like a bullshit pass, but like, um, I'm, I'm not trying to, to downplay Indiana, but if Michael Penix Jr. were playing, that I think that causes some concern yeah. because Indiana is not going to be two and three. I think that's their record. Um, yeah, they're, they're not going to be two and three. They'd probably be three and two or four and one. But, you know, when Penix was in, he didn't look good. You know, he got his shit pushed in against Iowa. So I don't know, fellas. I, I think this should be an easy win. I, I really do. I'm, I'm going to be pissed if it's under a touchdown, if it's under a touchdown, like if we yeah. don't cover the spread, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm fine. Uh, you know, I, I've, I've said it the last three weeks. I'm going to say it again. Uh, I'm, I'm sleeping well, you know, um, this, I really, I'm not scared of Indiana. I'm not scared of, of Tom Allen's fake ass bullshit. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not scared. I'm ready. I'm ready to take that fucking spittoon back. Um, yep. And I actually have a question to pose to you guys real quick. Uh, when was the last time you guys think that the old brass spittoon was used for its intended purpose? Probably with Tom like, Allen. He probably dips. You think so? Yeah. I can see Tom Allen as a big jewel guy. <laughs> Vaping. Yeah. Uh, I, I can was see in, just, the, in, in the 20s. The 1920s? The 1920s. Hmm. Yeah. Do I get a decade or should I, do I have to say a date? No, no. The 1920s is fine. I would like to see, um, I'd like to see Coach Cap <coughs> pack a fat fucking lipper after mm. the game <laughs> and put this spittoon on the ground and like pop, spit into it and have it make that cartoon like bing sound. I, um... <laughs> Uh, I actually, did you guys read any of the, I forget which article it was, but something I read during either Sunday or Monday after the game, um, they were talking about, uh, I think Mel Tucker had mentioned that coach cap was immediately on the bus to the plane yelling about game film <laughs> immediately had an iPad going not to, not to be outdone by the, uh, Wolverines practicing at 4am or whatever that shit was, uh, where they were talking about how much. They yeah. Had. Listen, fair is fair. We made fun of like Gabe Brown and we made fun of Gabe Brown and Malik Hall for shooting after games or whatever last season. Uh, is there any, is there anything that's like faker than like 4 a.m. practices after a game? Or, like, or weight room 10 minutes and everyone went to the weight room in 10 minutes. Right. Like, okay. congrats. Congratulations. Okay, Turkish get up. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I zoned out for a sec. I, I was listening, but like, yeah, you I weren't know. listening. I was. Yeah. Okay. Then what do we say? No, I, I'm just, uh, Nope. That's not what. That's not at all what we were talking about. Wrong. Uh, yeah, I zoned out. I'm sorry. I'm just. I, I don't know what happened. I'm. Um. You know, I consider myself a man of faith. Um. And that'll be a home run to deep left field for Castellanos. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to put this uh, blue ice microphone back on the desk again. Um, so, I mean, we're all in agreement. This should be a relatively easy win, right? Before we move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Matt? Um, what's that? 
Oh, now who's zoned out? <laughs> I was just doing an impression of Luca. <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts, quick thoughts, before we move on? I, I have to gripe about something um, before we move on from Indiana. Like what? Oh, um, I think it, I think they should come away with the win. Um, if they um, – my, my what I'm looking for is like Mel Tucker said is tightening the screws. Yep. They should be improved and it should be a cleaner win than Rutgers. If not, I'm just I'll be happy to have a win and you go into the bye week and that's right. My... Like because I okay we're revisiting something real quick because this team is a is on the verge of seven and zero oh. and um, Spartan Dog you had seven and five for the season. Um, Brad eight and four. You had, had seven four. and five. Wait, let me. I'm gonna look. Uh, see if. Um, yeah, the Joseph Goebbels of MSU had them going seven and five. <laughs> I just want everyone Brett? to be aware of that. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Yeah, Brad had seven and five. Spartan Dog had eight and four, and I had nine and three. And I'm not. Gonna and I said, and I also said I was most excited to see Kenneth Walker and the running backs. You so. were, and I said, I said that too. I, I said I was curious to see how good Kenneth Walker is. Cause like I said, Will was just talking about how good this kid's going to be. And he was dead on. Um, but I did say nine and three and I'm sticking with it. But if we're seven and oh, then I think it's going to up it to 10 and two. But, you know, I even was nervous saying nine and three to you guys. Cause I got some looks like uh, this, this guy kidding, you know, like, like happy Gilmore when he's missing those putts and um I'm feeling pretty good about it. I deserve my flowers if nine and three happens. I'm just going to say that right now. Now watch it. They're going to just completely collapse. Um, anyway, I have to mention this. Look, I'm not trying to look ahead. Not. I am. I am. But I know. I, I mean, I am. Um, October 30th be... is, is looking as long as MSU does its business on Saturday, which they should. To, and and if Michigan can beat the mighty Northwestern on the road, I mean that's just a hornet's nest. Yeah, Ryan Field's a tough place to play. I mean Matt you know, barely Matt barely got into Ryan Field. They almost weren't going to let him in. No, it was a it was a lot of trouble in Ryan Field. Um, <laughs> snuck a lot of drinks into Ryan Field, drinking yeah. that burn water. Anyway. In or, yeah, I mean, in order to get into Ryan Field, uh, you have to solve an advanced um, calculus equation. <laughs> and you have to write a 2,500-word essay on... Uh, on why you belong in there. Right. On what, Yeah, on why sports is, is awesome. And, uh, or, like, why sh- we should give, like, $22 billion to Israel or whatever. Whatever Northwestern. They actually make you do a blood whatever. test to get into Northwestern. And you don't have to guess your blood type, but you have to guess the person that was in front of you. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is the toughest part. That was where I almost failed. I, they let me. I said A, B, and then they wouldn't let me say positive. And I waited and said positive. So. <laughs> um. So pending both teams take care of business the next two weeks since Michigan is on the bye this week, um, we're heading towards at least probably top two top eight teams on October 30th, 7-0 and each um, at Spartan Stadium, what will probably be a 3-30 game. I'm going to be shocked if it's – Nope, 7-30. I'm going 3-30, buddy. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to battle this one. Vibes. Uh, We're gonna. I'm riding the vibes into 7:30. Uh, College game day is gonna be there. 
We're going to watch college game day together. Uh, Tyler Oakley is probably going to be the guest picker or whatever. Who? Uh, no, it'll be Draymond. Oh, it yeah, better be Draymond. Draymond's going to be the guest picker. It's going to fucking rule. Uh, let's fucking let's fucking go. Uh, I'll go uh, college game day with you. I will. I'll go do it. Are you going to the game? I'm not going to the game. I'm just going to be in East Lansing. Well, I'll meet you there. I'll meet. I'll watch game day with you. Um, Michigan fans are have have hated the the moniker that Mel Tucker has given Spartan Stadium, the woodshed, which actually mm. has been given to Spartan Stadium long ago. But um, Michigan fans seem very not all of them. I'm just saying there are good Michigan fans that we follow and I enjoy, but. The, the Michigan fans who I'm talking about know, you know, when they hear this, if they heard it, they go, oh, yeah, that's me. Um, they, the self-awareness is at a, a negative 100. If you were going to oh. make a Madden character um, with Twitter traits, self-awareness would have to be slid all the way down, like, into the ether. Um, you know, like, from the place that calls Michigan Stadium the big house, you get mad at them calling Spartan Stadium the woodshed. Which is racist, by the way, because yeah. that's what plantation, that's what plantations would call the house that the master lived in, yep. the big house. So mm-hmm. it has racist connotations. Very not a good look, Michigan. Check your not privilege. a great look. Yeah, check your privilege. Um, <laughs> right at the door. And um, they have taken it upon themselves to do the noble deed of hashtag raid the woodshed, which we have spammed with a lot of our fucking hilarious pictures. Um, we're trying to ruin a certain a certain Michigan fan who I have a gigantic beef with. On yeah, Twitter. listen, I, I'm not going to dance around. Uh, I don't fucking care. I I don't I, I don't fucking care what Michigan fans do or not do. I'm not going to lose sleep over it. No, they can try to they can if they want to pay five hundred dollars to come to East Lansing and get berated all day. Fine. If they I want- don't. If they want to pay $500 for an upper bowl ticket to get mustard packets thrown at them, go mm. for it. We'll be ready. Yeah, more power to you. In fact, based on how the home team has fared uh, in the last five, eight years in this rivalry, it's probably a good thing a lot of you are going to come. Yeah. You, you mean, you could get 5,000 people in there, sure, but with how loud the other 73,000 MSU fans will be, it's not going to matter much. It's not like it really, it really won't. And it doesn't help that your 5,000 people are probably going to have to buy two tickets to fit. So, <laughs> well, I think people away fans always think this that they, Nebraska did the same thing. Nebraska's fans are like, oh, so many are coming. But when you buy tickets, it's spreading you out. So it just looks like little dots everywhere. Yeah, there's like no, they- there's no like takeover. They said they were going to get like 7,000 in there. And I'm like, bullshit. And I'm looking at it, you know, from my, like the sting gif of him looking from the rafters. I'm like looking at all the red. And yeah, just like here, there, there, maybe a little bit in that fans, you know, the visitor section. But I'm like, shit, I think, I think Youngstown State had more of a presence than these guys did. Yeah. Nebraska is a really well-traveled fan base. Um, Yeah. Like I don't raid the woods. It's hilarious how, obsessed they are with trying to buy tickets to this game and making it a point like 
when we showed them by giving Michigan State Athletics our money. They're trying. It's so funny. They're trying to scare us. It's like um, I fucking care. It's like trying scared. to tell. It's like trying to tell a campfire story. And then <laughs> I bought five tickets. And then, Section twenty five. And then I took a more second mortgage out of my house to buy a whole row of tickets for Michigan fans. <gasps> oh my god! And what happened? And we lost the game. Um, but they're so they're scared. I mean, they're confident. They're, they act confident, but they they that's terrified. That is a sound. That is the look of a terrified fan base. They're scared. They're fucking scared. They are nervous. All, the more the more obnoxious they get, generally the more scared. I haven't seen them this scared of or this nervous about MSU game since 2010. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's yeah. Since 2010, I'd probably say when, because when when they know they're going to lose, they don't say shit. When they know they're going to win, they don't say shit. When When, they're nervous. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off before Uh, the game, during the game, it's different. Right. Yeah. But before in the, in the days and weeks leading up to the game, like last year, we didn't hear shit from Michigan fans last year. No. Oh, yeah. It was very like, well, we all know what's going to happen kind of thing. Yeah, it was yeah. like, oh, man, like I hope Tucker can turn it around. I, you know, I like when this rivalry is competitive. So now, yeah. now they're, now they're doing the, oh, like Tucker's so unoriginal. Oh, he's going to rename. Good. They're not He's going to rename, he's going to rename East Lansing Death Valley. Uh, Corm and Haskins, if you stacked them on their, each other's soldiers, or if you stacked them on their soldier on each other's soldier shoulders, and and put them in a trench coat, they're better. They're they're better than Kenneth Walker. Yeah, they they're the twenty twenty one Yankees. Twenty ten, yeah. Twenty ten, you know, we were a really good team, and. I was nervous that weekend. I don't, I didn't really jab much. You know, I wasn't on Twitter a ton, but like 2010, those Michigan fans were saying a lot of shit. Like Rich Rod, this is his time. You're going to get your shit pushed in by Rich Rodriguez. And we just kept silent and we came in there and kicked the fucking shit out of those guys. Like we were playing two different levels of football. We, we were up here and they were just all the way down there and they kept it close for like a, maybe a quarter or a half, but that, you know, we, we just were the better team on the way to, a, you know, share, sharing the big 10 title. But, um, you know, like 2013, they weren't saying a ton. They weren't drawing off. Um, you know, we were confident, but they weren't drawing off and like 2015. Oh, buddy, that was awful. I don't know if you guys remember that on Twitter. That was fucking horrible. That was that was one of the worst. It, it, it was, that was the only that was the only year. time during the week where I was like, it is unbearable to be on here. Yeah. I can no longer be I can no longer be on Twitter right now. Then we know what happened. But um, you know, I just have to say MSU fans, you know, follow us on at Bacon Wire, you know, and all of our personal accounts. Um, like we we have communities, we have resources to get you tickets at you're going to pay, but we're going to, we're going to try not to get you StubHub ripped off because yeah, you're not going to pay fees. You're not going to pay a thousand dollars in fees for a $500 seat. Yeah. Um, we'll, you know, we'll set you up. We'll find you. We'll find, if you want to sell, we'll find you a buyer. If you want to buy, we'll find you a seller. Yep. That's but, our promise to you. 
Do not sell your tickets to Michigan fans. Don't put your tickets on StubHub because not only are you getting fucked with fees on the selling end, whoever buys your tickets are getting fucked with fees on the buyer's end. And you don't know who's, and you don't know who's buying your ticket. So just DM one of us, DM bacon wire, uh, like our friend Ryan McCumber said, he runs a 12,000 person MSU group, MSU fan group on Facebook. Yep. Um, he'll, he'll, he'll get you set up right. It's MSU new MSU recruiting and news. Um, wait, did I have the other one? Michigan state recruiting and news. Um, yeah, there's a shit ton of followers on there. Uh, 12.8 thousand members. Like it's a private group. We, you know, it's moderated very nicely by Ryan and gang. I'm telling you, do not sell your tickets on the third, on a, on a third party application. Like, because a Michigan, it's fan, lame. a Michigan it's lame. Fan, 50, 50 shot. They're going to buy them. And it's lame. Yeah. It's lame. Cause stuff go to the fun. game. It, it, barring a death in the family, you should be at this game. Yeah. And you're going to pay more than you would have if you bought like a season ticket plan per game. But I don't care. I don't care if your sister's getting married. I don't care if I don't care if, you know, I don't care if you have plans. I don't care if you go in. I don't care if you're going on vacation. That you should the only vacation you should take if you don't live in East Lansing is to East Lansing. Yep. That's going to be a crazy ass game. And hopefully we find the timeout Monday. I would really like that. They can hold it until what? Uh, I believe, I believe it's, it's nine days notice. So it would have to be, they could hold it until next Thursday. Right. Which I don't think is going to happen. No, I think they're probably going to announce it Monday. They're going to wait and see what happens with our game. And then by Sunday or Monday, we'll know. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, that's that's what I would know. Um, I know I'm, they, you know, just seven thirty ABC. That's what we want. I'm on the record, three thirty ABC. I think it's going to be three thirty too. They'll they'll want it to not be a noon game, but I I can't do another night game if college game days because I'm going to go first thing in the morning. I won't survive. I won't survive. Boston. Mix it that's up. Okay. Mix it up. Fucking water, you guys. It's not that hard. Why? <laughs> Do I need? Uh, you know what? If MSU's a night game, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna email someone in MSU's uh, biology department, and I'm gonna have them come on and I'm have them explain BAC to the listeners. Like it's not that hard to fucking mix in a water. I don't think you understand. I'm not uh, saying that I'm gonna drink myself to death because I'm 34 years old. I can't hang with tailgating for basically 10 hours since it's we're called Red go- Bull, huh? It's called Red Bull. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have some, but we'll plan that when the time comes. Matt, are you going to the game? I am going to the game. So I have I, I have uh, I have tickets. I will be there. I will bring my uh, poncho in case I see Carter. And... <laughs> oh, oh, that poor kid. <laughs> Carter's dad listens. You just outed Carter to his dad. Oh, no, no, not you know, just in case I see Carter. That, and uh, the, Carter likes sweetest the rain. Kid. He was, he felt so fucking bad. Like the look on his face was just like the ultimate, like, it's like his dad, shout out Mr. Landis. I know he told us not to call him that, but I'm going to call him that shout out Mr. Landis. 
it's like his dad just told him, I'm not mad at you. I'm just really disappointed. Like he just gave me this look. I'm like, dude, I, I said, and I, and then he, he, he right the situation. I'm like, dude, it, that's, it, it happens, man. Don't Part worry. Game. Yeah. It's just, no, no worries. Just but, move um, along and uh, move along. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to end it for us. I mean, I, I don't have anything else to say. Um, I think we're going to win. I think we should win Saturday pretty easily. Um, and then we're going to have a week off. So next week we will have um, my wife. Uh, a- all movie wire all the time next week, baby. It's, it's going to be movie wire heavy next week. We're going to talk No Time to Die, the James Bond movie. I liked oh, it. I haven't seen it. You, you watched it? I have not. I've not seen it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we watched it. I liked it. It's in the top 40%. It's in the top, uh, it's in the top 40% of, or six top, top 60% of, of, of Daniel Craig Bond movies. <laughs> okay. I don't know if that sounds good. It's good. I thought it was He's good. had five and it's, it's, it, is it more towards, is it more quality? <laughs> it's more sky. Fall, or it's it? more skyfall than specter. Yes. Okay. That's like, that's a, Exactly it, what I was going to ask. It's really long, but I was entertained the whole time. So that's an Great. achievement for a two hour and 45 minute movie. It's very, very fucking long. The action kicks ass. Um, I we'll thought, save it for next week. Let's yeah, just end the pod. That, that's all I'm going to say. The action kicks ass. So it's worth watching in IMAX. Um, so yeah, next week, Movie Wire returns. And we're going to talk the Michigan game. We're going to talk Indiana, but you know, we're going to sprinkle in some other shit that you're going to hate. Um but Matt, thank you for coming on with us, my friend. Always, always a pleasure to be on here. Um, Absolutely. It's been um, too long. Like I said, now we're six and oh. Hopefully I'm back when we're 12 and oh. Yeah. And then you'll come back and we're, we're like 15 and oh. Whoa, 20 and <laughs> Whoa. oh. We heard right. this game counted twice. All right. Whoa, we got we got promoted to the NFL in the postseason and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. This oh, is the, the type way. of hype I live for. Oh, by the way, Rams four and one. Um, so. Rams four and uh, four and thirteen. <laughs> Rams four and thirteen. <laughs> Every week is gonna be five and uh, shit, six and oh shit. Um, by the way, real quick, if the Lions beat the Rams, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw myself off the balcony at Ford Field like Scott Bell's wants me to. Um, uh, no, you should. Uh, we should have you do something realistic. Like shout out to that guy who said if Michigan State wins six games this year, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a piece of paper. Yeah. Andrew, um, Andrew, shout out to Andrew who actually went on Instagram live and ate the piece of paper. Unlike that um, pussy ass motherfucker, Richard, Richard who mm. won't eat a shoe. I would even take a little baby shoe. Like, That's I, you, you know what? Four games. Even so if he, even if he got like a cookie from a baker shaped as a shoe and ate it, I would accept it. I would Didn't accept it. Didn't he do a cake? No. He, no, make, no, make him eat a long cake, long shoe cake, like Larry David got the penis cake on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Make him eat one of those. Okay. Um, yeah, so shout out to Andrew. I mean, good on you for being a Michigan fan and owning up to your bet. Um, and, yeah, we'll do something creative with the Lions-Rams because that's the next game on October 24th, which I'm just not looking forward to. Um, so, fellas, I'm out. We're, both, we're all three out. Um, forks down. Go green. Go white. Go white.